Good morning. God bless you this morning. It is uh, Wednesday and this Holy Week leading up to Easter. Hope you're doing well this morning. Had a bit of a long night myself. But praise the Lord that I'm here and I'm awake and alive. And so Father, we just thank you this morning for another day. A beautiful day that you've given us. Another day to be alive. Another day to be here on this earth, Lord. Another day to bring others to you. May we be good stewards of the day. May we let our light shine today in the darkness. May we put our hands to things that give you glory. Make your name famous. Cleanse our hearts, cleanse our minds today. If there's anything not like you, Father, remove it from our lives. Make us a shining example of who you are today. And we thank you. We bless you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, amen. God bless you. Glad that you're here with us today. So we continue on this Holy Week leading up to Easter as we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, today is Wednesday and the Holy Week calendar. Um, and this is the day that Judas agreed uh, to betray Jesus. Remember, for the 30 pieces of silver, this is the day that he agreed to do that. The day that he accepted the role, if you will, as the betrayer. And I always found this part interesting because Judas wasn't some person who hated Christ or wanted vengeance on Christ or was offended by Christ or anything. Judas was a disciple, just like the other 11. He was a disciple. You know, he saw the miracles. He saw Jesus say and do amazing things. He was with them the whole time, you know, saw them, um, you know, from the, uh, all the miracles that he'd done, all the signs and wonders he'd done, all the healings that he'd done, all the, um, the powerful words that he had spoken. He was right there when the disciples asked questions, you know, uh, when, when, will, when will the end times be? Can you tell us what this parable means? You know, he, he was there. He saw Jesus. He was with Jesus. He knew Jesus, yet he still betrayed him. And it's one of those things that you just think about and you wonder, you know, uh, why he would do such a thing to betray Jesus and, and the way Jesus reacted, you know, that um, just like when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, you know, the people were yelling Hosanna and uh, not too much long after that, they were yelling crucify. You know, it's interesting even in our own lives, as we use Jesus as our example. I know some of us, all of us, have probably been betrayed at one time or another. Someone had turned their back on us. Someone done something that we thought they would never do. And it's interesting that, you know, oftentimes some people uh, who start out as our biggest cheerleaders, our biggest fan, become our biggest enemy. You know, the, the Judas thing happening to Christ Jesus but it's still nothing new it's 
It's human nature. It's a sin nature. And it still happens today. You know, we talk about that, that betrayal, that turning your back on someone that, uh, that you were with, that you knew, that you loved even, that you cared about, yet you turned your back on them, you betrayed them. It still happens today. I know some of us, many of us, maybe all of us have experienced that. But it's how we deal with it that really counts. Now we can say that we know that Judas was going to do that. Jesus knew Judas was going to do that. It was all in the plan. And, 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 and yeah, okay. But still, Jesus could have reacted uh, any number of ways. Jesus could have went on the defensive and tried to defend himself and, and keep Judas from doing it or, or uh, make Judas out to be this horrible person because he knew what Judas was going to do or what he was doing. He could have, you know, uh, wrote a book about those who betray, you know. But he didn't do that, and that's, that's what I find fascinating, is that though Jesus knew these things, and Jesus could have done anything and said anything, he could have, you know, fixed it, he could have uh, kicked Judas out, I mean, uh, but he didn't do anything. And I believe that even in our own lives when those things happen, we have to understand as Jesus' life, there was something greater that had that needed to happen and that betrayal as horrible as it was still led to something greater still led to the pinnacle point in human history even though jesus was betrayed he didn't change and this we'll see even tomorrow jesus did some things even though he knew judas had betrayed him Jesus kept going. He didn't stop. He didn't defend himself. He didn't shout. He didn't, you know, try to get everybody on his side. Jesus knew that there was something greater that had to happen. And even through that betrayal, Jesus kept going. Powerful reminder to us today that there are going to be those who betray us. Those who start out as our biggest fans and become our worst enemies. How do we want to react to it? Are we going to realize that God is still working something out in us, even through all those things, even through the betrayal of your friend, your best friend, your whoever? That God's still working something out, that God still has a greater plan, that, that we can work through it, that we can move past it, that we can keep going, not be offended by it, not shun or, or excommunicate or whatever the word you want to use, but we just forgive. And keep going. We forgive and move on. Jesus knew that was going to happen, and yet he also knew that he had a mission, and that mission had to be fulfilled because it was something greater than defending himself. It was something greater than getting people on his side against Judas. There was something greater that had to happen. And even in our own lives, God has a plan for us. There's something greater than, than those times that we may be betrayed by others, that people turn their back on us, that people become uh, once a friend, become an enemy. There's something greater that God has for each one of us. And we can allow those betrayals to stop us in our tracks and get us sidetracked and and focused on it and not the mission that God has for our lives, the greater thing that God has for us. We can allow that betrayal to, to ruin us, to ruin our families and friendships and 
and we can allow that betrayal to, to you know, uh, change the course of our lives, or we can just keep going. God is still working something out in us. Jesus kept going. Jesus knew that there was something greater that had to happen. Jesus knew. And he kept going. Because if he had never gone to the cross, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have the opportunity to have life and life more abundantly if he'd have never gone to the cross, if he'd have stopped in his tracks and changed course and, you know, uh, did a press release about Judas, you know, the things that, that happened today, and defends himself, it wasn't me, it wasn't my fault, I don't know what his problem is, you know, no, he kept going because there was something greater that had to happen. And as I encourage you this morning as we look at this story and see the powerful acts of Jesus of what he did, how, you know, how he kept going. Um, that we should do we need to do the same thing Jesus is our perfect example you know we want to be like Christ we want to live a life that's pleasing to him we want to follow in his footsteps and so I know many of us have someone who's done that to us and maybe the relationship's frayed or broken or you know and I don't think God's asking us to be best friends with them again but God is asking us to forgive to move on to, as Paul says, uh, restore gently if they uh, have changed their ways or ask for forgiveness or whatever the case is. But not to let those betrayals, if you will, alter the course of our life, change who we are, change what God is trying to do in us. God is still working something out in us, even through betrayals, even through trials, tribulations, ups and downs. God is working something out. God has a plan. Focus on His plan. Focus on His will. That's why Romans 12 says, uh, you know, lay yourselves on the altar of God. You know, consider your body's living sacrifice. Be, and, and, and when you do that, you will you will seek and know the, the will, the perfect will of God for your life. Don't let betrayal sidetrack you today. We've all been betrayed and had those instances. Jesus was too. But he kept going because there was something greater that had to happen. I encourage you this morning to keep going. There's something greater. And God's doing, and God's working out in you and in me. Don't allow problems of this life to sidetrack you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.